Yo, yo, yo. Hey, what's up? We are back. Hey. And we're here to talk about sports. Here to talk about life. The Good Enough Podcast, episode 17. I remembered it. You think so? Yes, the podcast has been brought back from I wouldn't the dead. know, because it's been a really... It's been like over a month, I it's think. It's been over a month. We had... Um, we had to pay some bills, check the light, make sure the light stayed on. Yeah. And make sure our girlfriend stayed Apple safe. was up my ass. They were like, hey, man, if we're going to put you on iTunes. Yeah. Steve Jobs like was like ringing me from the grave. Right. Like, I was like, oh, man, that's how you know you're rich is when right. you can call people when you're dead. And he was just like, yeah. Because we've been raking in the dough. Too much money. And it's looking since suspicious. Since this podcast started. It's looking like a drug deal situation. And I feel like the feds are looking at us. There we go. Yeah, like National Security, Edward Snowden, they're like, is this crew ISIS? Are they funding ISIS? And we're not. We're not. We're, just, we're back, though. And, um, you know, we had some things going on. We had some uh, some things to take care of over the last month. Hey, you were busy. I was busy. We were busy. What were you up to? What were you doing? Um, hmm. I, you know what? I lied. I haven't been busy at all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, don't... I, I also lied. I haven't been busy either. I, I finished school kind of not... Kind of decent amount of time ago. Like, my last class was, like, two Thursdays ago? I had a wedding this weekend. It was good. It was in Philly. Oh, Philly. That that, that scummy, disgusting place. It's like that other city. The which one? Well, I mean, I went to school in Philly, so oh. I just considered that other city. You know what I mean? Oh, the other city for you. Um, I get it. You've been living in Boston for the last 14 years of your life. It's, it's getting fucking ridiculous. I need to get out of here. I love this place. Don't get me wrong. I, I just need to leave because I don't know anything else anymore. Like, I barely know New York now. Like, if I go... I went to Vermont this past weekend, and I was just like, what is going on? I was hanging out with, like, weird wildlife. By the way, I want to make the argument I love Vermont. It's, like, literally the amount of times I tell my girlfriend that when we get older, we need to move to Vermont. Ooh, I don't know if that's the play. Well, like, I I couldn't understand... (laughs) Burlington or what? Well, all right. I get it on your perspective, which is the perspective of an (laughs) African-American. Where you'd be like, never, never, It's never. not the most diverse place I've no. ever been. Um, I saw my first woodchuck there. <laughs> and let me tell you, they are weird creatures. Highly unathletic. Like, getting across the road was a struggle for one. It, like, had no urgency. I just like Vermont because the pace in Boston, I'm not saying it's fast, but it's here. In Vermont, it's literally, like, 30 degrees. People aren't doing anything. No. Yeah, like, we went to a bar... To get wings, and, like, there was no one at the bar. You probably got them 45 minutes later. Literally, like, I was like, if I wanted a beer, if anyone came here to get some sort of service, they would have to wait. Because someone was in the back, or not even there. It was just open, and no one was there. You know what I think about that? That's fucking great. That was good, but, like, I mean, I wish I, I, I thought, do I pour my own beer and leave money later? Or, like, write them a check? I don't know. But that's Vermont, in a nutshell. And it sounds like literally my paradise. Like, Vermont is my paradise. The guy I went to Vermont with was telling me, because he, like, went to a town outside of, like, he, like outside of, um, what's the capital? Starts with an M. Montpelier. Outside of Montpelier. And um, he was like, yeah, I went to, uh, my, my class was about 20 people. Um, five of them were arrested for um, uh, child sex issues. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. He was like, four of them uh, uh, built a meth lab and had to explode. I think one of them died and like three of them were arrested or something. And I was well, like, that's, oh, that's half of the class. That's, that's an extensive, proud class right there. Yeah, and he was just like, yeah, so that's why my parents uh, kind of put me in this other school, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And we were driving to his house and he was just like pointing to the other houses near him. And he's like, yeah, that's one of the uh, the child sex offenders. That's one of the meth people that survived. 
Um, yeah, that person just was a racist. <laughs> he just pointing people, and I was like, oh my god. This is a terrible little area. Well, we have a friend <laughs> who's... I, I compare Vermont and Maine. They're like similar states. Same. In many ways. I agree. And uh, we have a good friend who's from the Maine area who always makes the argument of like, oh, the Portland area is great. You know, Portland is different, great. different, like, progressive people, blah, blah, blah. And then you get an hour north of Portland, <laughs> and, and it gets... It gets dicey. Weird. It gets very weird. Got, I did that once when I went it's that first like, time. It's like, literally, like... It, it becomes like the point where, for every person there is, there's six guns. Oh it, yeah, they, yeah. They all have their some sort of permit that right. allows them to carry a firearm. And I was when I went that time up to northern Maine, I was a lot of people's first black person. There were a yeah. lot of children there, and they were just like, "Whoa, hey, there's one in real life." Wow, they do exist. Do so you do basketball? Oh hey, hey, You're I just- want some crack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you have drugs? Do you have guns? Hey, are you related to Jay-Z? <laughs> no, 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 son. It's Michael Jordan. He's related to Michael Jordan. <laughs> they all are. Sorry for little Jimmy. I'm Tom. And now that was the northern Maine. So these outskirt, like, there's the there's the nice town in some of these states, and then there's the outskirt towns. Like, I think Burlington's the nice town in Vermont. Burlington's great. Burlington's beautiful. You would have a, oh, so you went to Burlington. I like Burlington a lot, yeah. It was phenomenal. phenomenal. But um, I could understand where you get in the the, the Montpelier area was a little iffy, right? And the northern Maine area was a little iffy. Portland, beautiful, loved it, had blast. Where I think it's kind of similar in Boston, probably or Massachusetts, or Boston. It's like a lot heightened because Boston's a major city. But then you go to like Western Mass or something like that and get into like the sticks, and the it six, probably gets a little. The sticks are there in Mass, but I mean that's basically what I've been up to is kind of like getting drunk, making. Poorly or you know, inexplicable rap videos. Um, I saw a rap video. Kind of destroying my personal brand for the future, so hey I can no longer be anything important. By the way, I really appreciated that rap video. That was pretty good. It seemed like you did, and uh, that was for our talent show at school um, because we're fucking kindergartners and we do talent shows and stuff at the end of the year. And um, yeah, we did a on a Wednesday afternoon after class. We were just like, hey, um, uh, we got we're done with class. You guys want to want to film a rap video? And buy copious amounts of alcohol, and everyone looked around. I was like, I don't see why we shouldn't. That sounds like the perfect thing to <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah, and like we—that's how it happened. And then we did that, and then I went on like an eleven-day bender. Like that was getting out of control. Like Is I it? woke up just like headaches every day. So you're really gonna leave Boston? Need I, you, man. I might be leaving Boston for the summer. Uh, I probably won't be leaving Boston for the long term, based on how life is turning out everywhere around me. I probably won't be leaving Boston this summer. I may not even have an internship. I'm going to be honest with you. Can I be honest with you? Be honest with me. The, you know, the grass ain't always greener. I don't... I'm a, I'm a simple person. You know me. Yeah. I just real Like, I didn't realize I was in Boston this long until someone told me I was in Boston this long. Like, I was like, oh, shit, you've been here basically 11 years. And I was like, oh, shit. I just haven't done anything. Like, as far as, like, expanding my horizons. So I just hit the... Maybe, like, a month ago, I hit my... Like, I'd been here for another year after the two years I was here before. So now I've been here for three years. You're getting up there. There's only three. Like, it's not like, no, but, it's... like, where I was always the Philly guy who came to Boston. Now I realize I am Boston, I'm man. more Boston than Philly, like, yeah. without a doubt. It's happening, I, man. Like, I can, I can tell you all the streets in Boston way more than I can tell you the streets in Philly. Yeah. Like, I was in Philly this weekend, and I was like, fuck. Where am I? Where the fuck am I? Oh, there's Spruce. Oh, there's... Chestnut, like, and that That's was it. it. 
That's how I kind of feel. Well, embarrassingly enough, in Boston, I don't know the, what the fuck's going on in the South End. Like, drop me in the middle of South End, and I'm lost. Basically. I love South By the way, it's beautiful. I love it. Every I, girl loves South End. I love South End. I love it too. But I mean, like, it's. And then I go on Zillow.com and realize I can never live in South End. Oh. <laughs> Zillow.com will, will humble you real fast. Yeah, Zillow.com will literally say, hey, you thought you were doing okay. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm here to ejaculate on your face. Hey, hey settle down, Zillow. <laughs> Zillow, don't tell me how I'm living my life. I can I can sell a few things. Hey, I remember when you thought Dorchester was a piece of shit? Why don't you go on Zillow and realize you can't afford a single place? <laughs> yeah, remember you made fun of Jamaica Plain a while ago and their property yeah. value is like, Twelve times your net worth. Yeah, like yeah, that's 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 what that situation is. Yeah, that's what Zillow would do for you. And yeah, like I, I think we, it's all so all signs are pointing to us moving back to Austin. I think we just like we should just like buy Glenville, cry, and then move to Austin. Should we do that thing where like you just get a nice five bed and all five of the Glenville folks move in there with their significant others. So we pay, ten people pay rent. We've joked about this, and it may be fiscally responsible at this point. It's like, come on, it'd be like four hundred dollars rent. Think how much money? No, it'd be like four hundred one k. It'd be like a hundred dollar rent a month. We'd be doing great. We'd be crushing it. We'd be mm-hmm. having elaborate parties, like very elaborate. I think the guys would be, have fun. The women probably lose it. We probably lose a couple of the girlfriends. The girls would be gone. Fiance. Like we lose a couple. By losing a couple, they'll leave. Mean we're all single. Yeah. Like they're like one will stick it out for a little bit longer than the others. I don't know who that one would be, and then they'll just be like, I can't fucking do this anymore. The Glenville five was fun though. That was fun, and that was like literally the best living situation for bang for buck that we'll ever have. Probably. I have multiple friends from school who like came to visit every now and then, who like visit other people, and they'd be like, dude. Your setup in fucking Boston was awesome. It was absurd. We didn't didn't realize it. it. We didn't appreciate it. I was like, I had a rugged floor. Like, we had a washer dryer. We had a huge apartment. The living room. We had a twenty foot Christmas tree. Like, (laughs) like for no fucking reason. And and we also had um, yeah, washer dryer. We had central air. And that we, we didn't have to pay for. We didn't pay for any of it. We paid for none We didn't of pay it. for the washing machine to dry. Our I, landlord almost didn't want to contact us. He almost didn't want us to pay. Remember him. there was two months we didn't pay rent? We just didn't pay him. And it was fine. We didn't get a letter or an email. Like, I remember people would come in the summer, and they'd be like, used to being like going in hot, sweaty apartments, and be like, oh, we don't pay central air. <laughs> and the basement rooms were literally you could, 63 you degrees. You could see your breath in the basement. Oh, my. They were freezing. Yeah. People would be like, wait, I... I could have sworn it was the summer. I live in one of the basement rooms. I, like, I went to bed every night wearing a sweatshirt and sweatpants. <laughs> and I was upstairs because it was like, the, it was a Goldilocks shit. Where it was right. like two, or the porridge, and it was too hot upstairs. Right. It was too cold in the basement. And like Matt's room was perfect. You guys would have fans on. Yeah, we'd have fans on and we'd like bump it all the way down. And like at 2 a.m. And someone would come at 3 a.m. and bump it up. And it would be that game every night. I remember in the winter though. I mean, the porridge... Oh, game! It would get absolutely. It was, it was sweltering. I went to bed at night during the winter. It was negative forty. Oh, oh, I mean, oh, it was probably eighty degrees at your place. It was sweltering. It yeah. was. Uh, it was hot, but still, like the fact we had that luxury, right, was nice. And right. I didn't. We didn't take. We didn't appreciate it. And we were close to all the bars, aka just one bar, <laughs> aka Joshua Tree, <laughs> aka the only place we ever went. Like we were a simple crew. We uh, we hung out. Like we made our same jokes. We watched our same shows. And we went to the same bar. And we played some, a lot of N64. A painful amount of N64. I do kind of, like, miss it. I talked about Mario Party drinking game. 
not too long ago. And people were like, wait, what did you do? People were like, oh, we do Mario Kart drunk driving. I was like, no. No. You don't know drinking N64 games until you did Mario Party 60, or Mario Party drinking. We all threw up. I threw up. Oh, and yeah. I remember like we were all arguing. And we got back home at like 11.45. Really? We, Screaming. I think we went to the bar. Like We finished the game at like 10.30, blacked out. Went to the bar. Got to the bar and like was in line and like stayed at the bar for maybe five minutes and we're like we have to, we have to leave. We that could have been a catch up night for me. It may one of them may have been. We did two of them, right? We did two Mario Party drinking games, right? Like two or three. Wait, we, we you gave a shot out when you got a star. You would drink. You, you every, lost. You when you lost a star, you took a shot. Yeah, and then when you lost and coins you or gained beer. coins, you drink beer. Yep. So in the end, you're probably like taking like four, it got, it got four or five shots, violent. Probably like drinking a few beers, maybe five. <laughs> like fast, like pretty fast, within like an hour and change, which was sickening to think about. I'm all for drinking games when they are related to video games. No, it was great. You're getting your computer's telling you, well, is that racist? Your computer's telling you to upgrade to OS X L Capitan. Now, so, that sounds racist. Now, for a, a Hispanic know. man, how do you feel about such thing? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't they, they could have just that. said the captain. <laughs> they, they didn't have to say it. Like, the Mac, like, see? That's the ghost of Steve Jobs coming at us again for making too much money. Um, but that was a nice little recap. Just wanted to say. We're the, back. The podcast is back. We're back. Until I probably moved to New York. But <laughs> we'll, do it, we'll do it over Skype. We'll do like Bill Simmons or whatever he does. We can talk to his friends on the phone. There's got to be a way perfect. to do it. Yeah, it has got to be a way to do it. People talk to people on the phone all the time. I don't need to talk to people on the phone. Because if I'm in New York and just fucking stepping on garbage bags full of, like, trash on the street. Um, but the, the segue I wanted to make that I thought was a lot, um, a lot better than it actually is is the fact that the podcast has resurrected, like our boy, Jonathan Q. Snow. Jazz, baby. Jonathan Stark, baby. Jay. Wearing the 4 5 like, he has a gambling addiction, and David Stern kicked him out of the league, but now he's back. Michael Jordan! He's back. Jon Snow, resurrected by the Red Lady with very nice breasts that turned out to be very old and doesn't have very nice breasts. So I will make a, like, Uh-oh. I'm just going to be honest right here. Don't do it, Sean. I stopped watching Game of Thrones, but I watched it for a while. But, like, my complaint with Game of Thrones. Hit me. It is, so I kind of stopped watching last season, I told you that. Yep. Because I was like, you know what, like, fuck this, whatever. This, this but, like, me my, ups- my me being upset isn't the fact that that happened, was that I know what happens every episode based off of social media. Oh, yeah. It's like, literally, I was telling you before, I was like, yeah, I know Jon Snow came back because people were like, oh, my God, can't believe he's back. Hashtag G- uh, Game of Thrones. I was like, all right, well, obviously... Fucking Jon Snow is apparently alive again. People are terrible at maintaining spoilers with this show. But they, like, pretended they were yeah. okay at it. Yeah, like, it's people's, like, their own selfish feeling where they go, like, I could sleep at night because I said, not a spoiler, but Jon Snow's back. <laughs> Hashtag J of Game of Thrones. Like, what? If you write, that's like saying, I'm not racist. Not trying to be racist. But, but Trump would be a good president. <laughs> and those Mexicans should never cross into this country. And that's, that's basically what people say when they're... You know, right now, not a yeah. not a spoiler, but Game of Thrones has been fire, man. I gave Sean a quick synopsis that probably didn't make much sense to him before the pod started, but well, it did. I mean, I mean, I watched three and a half seasons of it, so mm-hmm. 
I think I, I yeah, you get the gist should, of it. I think I should jump back in. Yeah, you should jump back in. You be, you should just jump back in and be in season six. I got kind of like they'll give you that, slow. You know what thing I hate that you're not experiencing while watching it? HBO is getting so fucking cocky with that show. The show starts at like nine oh three. Like we were watching regular HBO and it starts at nine oh three. And then they play like previously in Game of Thrones, which lasts like two minutes. Then the intro's like a minute and a half. Episode's nine oh eight. You're starting episodes at 908. Episode ends at like 953. You're watching a fucking TNT drama at this point with commercials. <laughs> it was like 45 minutes. So I'm your saying. argument is essentially like it's like you're going to the movies. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm so pissed. Like they do it every single time. Like you it's like they they play like the little dun, 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 like the like the little intro for HBO and it's like 902. I mean, it's their show at this Then point. they show two previews of shows I'm never going to fucking watch. Then they show Ballers, which I'm like, I giggle a little bit because I love that show because it's wildly <laughs> ignorant. And then, then your boy, uh, fucking, they just show Bill Maher. Just, he just pops up. By the way, my dad loves Bill Maher. It's a good, t- Tony Weldon. Our friend Tony loves Bill Maher. Really. I don't know how I feel about Bill Maher. This is obviously getting on the more political yeah. spectrum of it. But he, yeah, he has opinions. But I mean, it's, it's but. It shouldn't be shown before Game of Thrones. You're not in that mood, right? When Game of Thrones, you're like, I want to see like people's like get yeah. get murdered, and violently murdered. Um, one oh, there's been some solid murders this season that uh, I could describe. One dude, um, he was talking a ton of shit about Cersei just because Cersei's been getting a lot of shit talked about her. Um, he was talking shit. Zombie Mountain came up behind him while he was taking a piss against the wall. Dude turned around, just smashed his head against the wall, whole head to bits. Just bits. Well, that's that's, was, it's gonna that's his thing, though. Like he's a that's his brand. He like fucks heads up. He destroys them, smashes through eyes. What he did to Oberyn. You remember that scene, right? Oh yeah, I, I do remember that scene. That scene bothers me to this day. Like I, it's a bothering show. I mean, it like f- does like it, it like continuously pushes boundaries. Well, I told you about this one before. Uh, how a baby was recently killed, right? On cam, on screen. Um, I won't get too much into details because this is. Pointless and Ram- Ramsey Bolton is worse than Joffrey. Like, it, oh, Ramsey is like the worst character. He's the worst character that's ever emerged on Game of Thrones. And like, there was a situation where there's a baby that he wasn't necessarily cool with because it was his dad's other son. And he he killed his dad. He killed Bruce Bolton. Um, and then found out the baby and was like, oh, uh, come here, mother of the baby. Come here, baby. Let's talk. Like, I'm so excited I have a brother. And he shuts like the door. And you're like, up. Oh. This baby's fucked. This woman is fucked. And then you hear dogs in a bunch of, like, cages. And you're like, oh, no. They won't kill a baby like this on screen by getting eaten by dogs. And I'm like, it's Game of Thrones. They've killed a baby. They yep. set a girl on fire. And then, with the, then next thing you know, dogs are just chopping on a baby on the screen. And there you like, go. Then, you're watch- then you know what you're watching. So the show's been good. I think you should come back in. It's been dark. It's been, I mean, it's. It makes you feel some type of way on a Monday. Um, you're not feeling great. You're not feeling like enthusiastic. They have Silicon Valley after that, though. Which is Silicon a good show. Valley, by the way, I love that show. Great show. I think it's really well it's done. It's a really good show. Um, it's a perfect follow up to Game of Thrones. Because you're, right. you're usually sitting there just like, your mouth's just like, what happened? You feel like. My bad. girlfriend's also really into Veep. So really? we'll watch I've never watched that. Shows. Is it good? It is. You should probably start from the beginning, but yeah, it's good. And I watch John Oliver every week. You seem like a John Oliver guy. Yeah, oh, fuck you. How's Julia Yulovich Dreyfus still like attractive? She's just killing it, and, and like, like looks younger than she did when she was on Seinfeld. Yeah, like uh, I see her pop up in like the previews. I'm like, she looks fantastic. Oh my god! Like 
And she's still, like, she's getting more successful or something. Whatever's happening. Yeah. She's killing life. Um, that's the quick Game of Thrones recap. Jon Snow's back. Um, he was, uh, there was a contentious amount of girls on, on social media wondering why they didn't see Jon Snow's kibbles and bits. They were wondering. Because they were like, oh, we got to see Khaleesi's boobs. We got to see Marjorie's boobs, the Red Woman's boobs. Well, I see John Snow's I, dick. So the feminist, Get that dick out there. So I, I as I said, I, I've kind of fallen off on the Game of Thrones thing, but I have heard the feminist backlash on Game of Thrones that it is getting not just that, but wildly offensive towards like you know the multiple rape scenes. Yep, like oh, it's yeah. getting like so perverse that like no woman we, is in a good shape. When right do now we eventually call it out? There's uh, no girl on the show that's in a good shape. And right. the only one that's doing okay is pretending to be a dude. Like, was pretending to be a dude for a while, which was Arya. And, like, she's not doing great. Right. And, but every, like, every other character is kind of doing... No one's... Predict- that's another thing about the show. No one's actually doing well. Like, I don't think anyone's doing great. I wouldn't say that. But, like, there's no woman character close to doing okay. No. And that's been the case for a while. Like, Daenerys was doing okay. So it's been called out. Is that a, like, like where do we go with that? I mean, do you just start showing a lot of dicks? Do you start showing dudes getting raped? Like, what, what do you, do you balance it out? Is this seesaw? I don't really know. Do you just, like, what do you I, do? Here's the thing. I don't really know what you do with fiction, because it's like, you're just creating a story. But here, here's another argument that dives in here, is, like, showing a boob is, like, way more chill than just dropping a dick on people. Like, there's, like, the, that's, like, there's... The equivalent of a penis is a vagina. And then the equivalent... There's no equivalent of boobs. Right. Boobs are in their own class of, like... This is kind of, like, mature, but, like, people can see this. It's right. okay. Because it's the chest. You yeah. can see a guy's chest. Yeah, like you can whatever. see a guy's chest. Like, they... You have I people. guess the other argument would be, like, well, why is that? Like, that gets existential. So now we're getting, like... We're going, like, layer on layer on Becomes layer. very Freudian at that point. And you know what? We can't uh, even... T- we we shouldn't even have this conversation. We should continue talking about why boob. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we need a girl here. Yeah, we need a. Thankfully, uh, Sean's girlfriend is, is, is gone. disappeared again. Um, to, to which I've come to out of the, like episode seventeen, like only two episodes. I think she's been here. I think she likes to not be here. I, I think <laughs> if we have an episode next week, she won't be here either because she's dog sitting next week. Apparently, dog sitting. Wow, she just. She'll find any reason to pay rent but not live at the place she pays rent. <laughs> That's good. That's great. Um, which Another thing I wanted to lean into that we were actually talking about, um, so this wasn't on the docket officially, wedding season. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah. I was yeah. just at a wedding. Yeah, you were just at a wedding. How many more you got? I have four this summer. I think I have... I have two this month. No, I have one this month. Um... One in July. Yeah. I think that's it. We're going to that one. Oh, and one in October. I have one in October. Um, so you have, another, you have three. I have three. Shit. I thought I didn't have that many. Um, yeah, and the bachelor parties are all, like, strange places. Like, there's Charleston. We're both going to Charleston. We're going to Charleston. That should be fun. Yeah. Debaucherous. I got one in Austin in August. That should be fun and debaucherous. But, like, so like, looking at the costs. Oh, my God. So, the costs are piling up. So my... This is, like, my first wedding season, really. Mm-hmm. Like, last year there was, like, a couple. Got so, like, crap. I think, like, this crew is deciding that it's fine to pick obscure places for their bachelor party. Like, I was in Utah. Another crew went to Las Vegas, which I was just like, I'm not going. That's smart. I just ultimately, didn't go. Ultimately the right choice. Um, 
I know it's getting even more weird where it's going to be like, oh, Miami, and here, and it's like... You're gonna Stop go, it. You're going to go to all the like, stereotypical places. Let's just go to, like, Mohican Sun for a night. Like I, like, I don't feel like doing this shit anymore. Well, you know mine. All-Star Weekend, wherever it is. That's In, like, great, 2029, man. when That's I get fine. engaged. Right. Pray for, pray for my girlfriend. Right. Stop that statement. But <laughs> um, She's listening to this, and she's going to... She's just shuddering and, like, preparing, like, a shotgun or whatever. But She's going to put a plastic bag around your head and kill you tonight. Yeah, I hope so, honestly. So I don't have to make any more of these goddamn tough decisions or be on benders anymore. <laughs> not to be... Not to take it a depressing note. That was our old brand. That was the old podcast's brand. We're trying to be more, like, uplifting. Upbeat. We're... Sorry. I, I didn't mean to make a, so, a death joke. We got, like, nine reviews on our podcast. <laughs> Seven of them were like your typical like I don't really want to give you any critique because I don't like want to deal with that. Yep. And the other two were like you guys are really depressing. Yep. 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 And we were trying to stray away from the negative stuff, so we're going to make some efforts to be more cheery. So I, yeah. I take that comment back, and I, I'm, you know, if she's ready with a bag over my head, I'll be like, hey, <laughs> babe, put the bag down. Let's let's make some uh, blue apron in. Forget all about this and ha- this have her happened. By the way, have but you used Blue Apron? She's, she has it. She's made it without me, which I'm very upset about. And I want to use it. It's like the most couples thing in the world and you just haven't used it with her. She, she's like, I got the one for one. <laughs> she got like the test drive one. <laughs> and she's like, I got a couple for one. And I was like, did they even sell them for fucking one? And she was like, no, the test drive one. And I'm like, oh, you bitch. But no, I, I'm sorry if you heard that. But no, I... um. No, I want to use them. They just seem so, like, they're, like, ingredients you could easily buy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I make. keep joking with my girlfriend where it's just like, no, we can't do this. Is it, I mean, does that take you to the next level in a relationship? Is I just feel like, you, you know, know like, you're not near many grocery stores. We go to Whole Foods, it's like 12 minute walk from here, oh, but, yeah. like, I, I've never been a Whole Foods guy until I moved here because it's just, like, the closest yeah. place now, and, like, people are like, oh, it's way more expensive. Like... Item for item. It's not that much more. It's not that much more, but then you go to the cash register and you actually check out, and then you realize it's actually a lot more. Wait, what happened? <laughs> you seem to have a personal tale. It'll just be like every time you go, I'll be like, oh, well, like, oh, like tomato sauce. Well, I saw, I saw It's only girl. like, it's like four ninety nine. It's usually three ninety nine. But if you get 14 items and it's then all like. It's 14 extra dollars. Right. And then like. The Over other five things, and it's like, wow, I'm used to spending like sixty dollars, and now for some reason it's ninety five dollars. <laughs> well, I saw you, uh, your girlfriend. I'm assuming it's, it's your girlfriend's purchase. Is the, the nice peanut butter in there? Oh my god, Justin's peanut butter, or whatever it yeah. was. Yeah, because like, they only have nice peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. You can't like that's the thing. Like you get, I get like you know meat and produce at at Whole Foods, but I get like ketchup. And like the See, that's how I used to and be. And knickknacks at like Shaw's or Trader Joe's. So when I lived in Connecticut, I would like the Whole Foods and the Shaw's would, or the Stop and Shop would be like pretty close to each other. So I'd get all of like the veggies, like cereal, like jam, peanut butter, whatever at the Stop and Shop. And then mm-hmm. I would get like the meat at Whole Foods. Yeah, because yours is like a little better quality. Right. It, probably a similar, it's actually similar price meat. And well, yeah. another thing I noticed is like. Don't get any random shit at Whole Foods, ever. Ever. Don't get, like, paper towels at Whole Foods. Oh, Absolutely. because it's organic and <laughs> yeah. it's fourteen ninety nine. Don't get aluminum foil at Whole Foods. Don't fuck around to make that. I made that mistake. It was just, like, rang me up for, like, 
I was so, like, is this somehow it's you... organic aluminum foil? I don't know how you create yeah, that. Yeah, you're just making shit up. You're just throwing the word organic on it and charging four more dollars. No, get eggs there. Don't <laughs> non-GMO organic or uh, aluminum foil. Why would you need GMO aluminum uh, foil, anyways? God, it makes me like some of the things there are just like buzzwords that you know have no real effect. Non-GMO on organic. I think GMO and organic yeah. are the biggest bu- <laughs> buzzwords at Whole Foods. I read something that you can put organic on a bunch of like things, like and it will create the price. It will go up by like thirty. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, and it doesn't necessarily have to be organic, or it could right. be organic like they don't test it. Yeah, so it's like the biggest fucking scam in the world. So your organic potatoes, Susie, are fucking riddled with pesticides. Well, it's the same thing with like GMOs, where it's like it will be something that like like GMOs, like only like certain crops or whatever, like actually use GMOs. It's disgusting. But. Other like types of food will be like, oh, this doesn't have GMOs, but like they would never have they GMOs anyway. Yeah, like aluminum foil. <laughs> it doesn't have GMOs. Don't, don't, charge have GMOs. don't charge three more dollars for your foil. <laughs> and I live right next to Whole Foods. I'm fucking constrained by it, and it's like, I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, you're right next to GMOs. Right next, uh, I'm like four too. minutes from one. So like, I go in there and like, you can also go to uh, you have a Shaw's too. Yeah, I have a Trader Joe's up this other street. Uh, sometimes when I go out of school, it's coming closer to it. I go to Target a lot. Target's like the cheat code, because it's like, you can get... Oh, I forgot that that fucking Target came by to fucking Fenway. I bought, like, fucking cereal, sweatpants, and like, <laughs> and, like a stationary notebook, or stationary pad, like the last time I went there. I didn't yeah. want any of those things. You can have weird shots I didn't want Target. any of those things. I remember, I was like, I have like three boxes of cereal I'm not even done with, but this Fruity Pebbles is on sale for like $1.14. Yeah. These sweatpants are like $6. Can never have too many sweats. And I was like, stationary notepads. There we go. Need those. And I came out like spending $4.80. And I was like, steal. Great. It, but Target ended up getting $4.80 that I didn't intend to pay before I walked by Target. There you go. And that's how they make their money. They mail their billions of dollars. But we digressed. Um, wedding season, hitting us hard. Um, hitting our wallets hard. Yeah. Um, which is a standard yearly event where I just like panic. Especially now that I don't have an income um, or a job. So that's going to be a bit more of a panic and just kind of like accepting that you're diving deeper into the red and it's like, all right, we're going to figure this out eventually within the next like 68 years. We'll think years how much life. wedding costs. Um, like for our perspective, going to a wedding. So you're going to it like. Hotel. I'm assuming right now. Well, traveling there. You're traveling. So I'm saying. The cheapest. Maybe route. 50% of these weddings you're traveling. Uh, actually, all these are kind of local. Everyone, for you. Yeah, Good yeah. for you, man. I know. I got lucked out. They're all in mess. I went to school not here, so yeah. that hurts me. Um, so I would argue that, like, I probably, if it's not here, I'm spending $100 to travel. Yep. So let's say that Back half door. of the weddings I'm traveling. So $50 per travel. Yep. $50 per wedding. On so, travel. Right. And then hotel. Oh, even boy. for some reason, I don't, what's this thing where, like, even if it's in the same area, you still get the yeah. hotel room? Yep. It's stupid. I'm, yep. Like, I was just in a wedding in Philadelphia. Two of the couples lived in Philadelphia. They got hotel rooms there. Oh. Granted, I probably would have done the same thing because that's apparently yeah. what you do. But it, it's like, how, like, I found a cheap hotel. I was actually looking at Matt's. You should, you should look at that, too. Shag it. Um, rooms are, like, pretty cheap based on other things I was looking at because I was, like, at a bachelor party stuff. And I was like, this is still, like, I looked for two nights, and it was still, like, $430. And I was like, this is a pretty good deal for two nights. 
And I was like, what is wrong with me? What is <laughs> it? Like, why am I like nodding my head and just like, huh, yeah, that seems right. And yeah, like, no, I good. can't afford this. Like, what am I thinking right now? And and I was like, the bachelor party in um, Austin. Yeah. We were talking about bachelor party. But bachelor party is more appropriate to be like, all right, we're going to pile some dudes in this room. Um, like, we're probably at the stage where, like, you shouldn't be sharing beds, but, like, bachelor party, I don't mind anymore. Like, on weddings, I'm not sharing beds, because it's, like, you're usually going with significant other. You're, you're actually sharing a bed with the significant other, but it's, like, you're splitting one room. So, like, all right. So, hotel, $50 per travel. Uh, obviously, the gift. Oh, fuck. And then all, get the gift. All, and then safety get invited to the bachelor party, which... Now it's kind of worked that way where even if you're not in the party, yeah. as long as you're, like, a good friend, yep, you're going to the party, or yep. you're at least invited, that adds, like, maybe... Bachelor parties are expen- more expensive than the Right. Party. That adds probably, like, at least two. Because bachelor parties have question mark right. on their, the amount you can maybe spend. Maybe, like, $300. I've... Yeah. <laughs> There's a range of bachelor parties. So, there. like, all of a sudden, for one wedding, you're spending, like, close to $1,000. <laughs> oh, fuck. You're right. I've never done this math, and it's making me sick. Yeah, it's, like, dumb. And that's, like, on the low end. That's, like, if you didn't get a crazy bachelor party, go to a crazy bachelor party, or you're, like, mildly right. crazy. this is, like, I'm, I'm talking about, like... The Charleston one's not even that crazy, like, as far as spend, and it's going to be, like, we're going to probably... Yeah, we're going to be up... We're already up there for the, the, like, the room. Like, we're already going to Charleston, the so flight that's itself. Flights, that's, yeah. like... Like around three hundred, and the room was like one seventy five or something like that. We're gonna go out that night. Yeah, that's already two nights. We're already at five hundred, roughly. I'm getting the gifts. Yep, I'm getting there. I'm paying a present. Right, where I said getting hotels. A thousand dollars. You're in the wedding. I'm not. Buying, I have to buy a suit. Like for the wedding specifically for it. That's two hundred bucks. Where does Monopoly money coming from? Where does money come from? The wedding industry, like, they must be lobbying in Washington, D.C. to have, like, sneakily getting through this. Like, how is this happening? How is this allowed? How? I, don't know. I saw an image on Twitter today of, like, Pizza Hut came out of a thing where, like, they have a box made of pizza, and you open the box, the pizza box, and there's a small pizza inside. Like, it's like a ring. And people were like, give this out for your wedding day. And I was like, yo, my. This could work. <laughs> can I give this to my girlfriend slash future whatever wife like one day will she say yes to this no I can yes. tell you right now the answer is absolutely not how did rings happen the beers fucking the beers I learned this in school the beers ruined us all they fucked all the, all of us forever with the diamonds by marketing diamonds a certain way and the amount of times I've had conversations with my girlfriend about like I don't I'm not scared of the idea of marriage I'm scared of the crippling debt, the monopolization of marriage. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like the, the, the basically you're gonna spend like the amount you can buy a house with, right? On a wedding, like buy a nice home on a wedding. That sounds really stupid. You'd be like, hey, let's get a nice condo, or let's have a wedding. Let's get married. If we get married, we can't buy the nice condo because we already spent the nice condo money on the wedding. Oh god, I hate it all. Let's move on. We talked a lot about life. <laughs> Let's talk about sports. Yeah, let's do it. So, first thing that came up big in sports was um, was the NFL draft a couple of weeks ago. I would argue the greatest sporting event of all of the year. Uh, what people might not know is uh, Sean and I went to the 
NFL draft? Was it 2005? Yeah, it, 2005. Was, it was in the year 2005, so it was after the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. 2005 NFL draft. Um, uh, hold on, what was that draft? It was Alex Smith, Alex Smith and then like Brandon Edwards. Um, who were the running backs? Cadillac Williams. Oh, Cadillac Williams, holy shit. Who was the Miami Dolphins running back? They both went to Auburn. Ronnie Brown. Ronnie Brown. Wow. That was, a, that was an all right draft. Ooh. Well, that was also the Aaron Rodgers draft. Oh, you already said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what a terrible experience. Like, it was a blast, but we all had, like, a terrible, like, experience overall, I think. So it was during our spring break of high school, yep. and, like, we told all of our parents, we were like, we really want to go to the draft. And we told the track coach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We missed the track meet, didn't we? Yeah, we missed the track And they were, like, mad at us. They're like, they're not coming. There was, like, four of us. Yeah. All on the track team. <laughs> like, um, nah, I'm not going to be here. And my... Sister was like, fuck it, you can... My sister went to, um... Barnard. Fucking Barnard. I can't even think of it. In New York City, and she was just like, fuck it, you guys can stay here. We slept... It was not we, a great sleep. We bunked up. <laughs> she had a small dorm room, right? I remember we were like, yeah, we'll go out of New York. Little did we know, like, New York is not kind to 17-year-olds. No, we were 17, and, like, clearly you we 17. You cannot go into any bars when you're 17. Heavens no. Heavens no. So then we went to the draft... Um, yeah, very early. Remember that? We were like, it was like 4.35 <laughs> oh in the morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> because, like, we were told, like, yeah, they don't, like, sell tickets. tickets. You had to, like, wait in line. The best, remember we waited in line, and then we were like, this line's too long? It and was, then we went somewhere else, and then the whole line, like, sped up and got in? Yep. And then we couldn't go back into that line. Because <laughs> there was, like... They divided it up. Like, yeah. there was the people who could watch the draft and the other people who could, like, watch it on TV, Next could, like, door. watch interviews and, like, play, like, people, stupid Players games. would come in sometimes and, like, do shit there. Braylon Edwards came in there. Braylon did. He was, like, really... He looked was a lot of alligator. Yeah. He, I remember... His, his sh- outfit cost, like, $50,000. Yeah. In, like, accessories. Which is incredible to watch. Uh, yeah, I remember... Being, and then we had to drive back to upstate New York that night. Torrential downpours. Yeah. Um, it was a very weird day. And we were all, like, very tired. I yeah. remember that. I remember being like, that was that was not the New York experience that I was planning on <laughs> Yeah, we all were, like, silent in the dra- Like, I think, yeah, didn't we uh, take your mom, your parents' car? Yeah. Yeah, like, in Mack drove. And then we parked in a New Hydroplaned. Jersey. We hydroplaned to one. Like, we, I thought I was going to die. Yeah, that was scary. That was a scary drive. Because I had a cousin who lived in New Jersey. We parked it there and then took the NJ Transit in. Things that, like... I forgot about that part. Like, now I'm like, oh, I know what all these things mean, but at the time I was like, I have no idea... How did we get there? Tra- no. We, we used a map. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> we had a physical map. Like, I remember... We're so our old. Our friend Dan... Yeah, exactly. Dan O'Sullivan took out the map <laughs> and was, like, guiding us, like, oh, well, now you, like, when you get to Albany, like... I know, like, now it sounds crazy. Yeah, it sounds absolutely like, We literally used 14 maps. years ago, it was like, yeah, that's what you fucking did. You, you would get advice from your, like, I remember asking my dad, how do you get to New York? And he said, <laughs> you take when this- you get to Albany, you take this exit. And you gotta, then, like, write shit down on right, a piece of paper. And then they would, like, pull out the map, and they'd be like, here, wow. look at this map. That was exactly. Man, that was. We have gone a long way. Well. We didn't. We we probably won't be going to make drafts soon because it's Chicago now. Um, There's hot hot take is that it's going to be in Philly next year. Oh, well, but then the next hot take is that they don't want to do it in Philly next year because they don't have a first round pick next year. Oh. So it's like, what's the point of having it in Philly? So they're going to wait the next year. Oh, 
So there's two more Chicago or another one in Chicago and then Philly the See, year. I after. hear they're gonna do another like they're like just gonna keep Moving it's like it. a barnstorming now. This is stupid. Um, speaking of Philly, how do you feel about the future? Carson, baby. North Dakota State. That's a football uh, uh, breeding ground, I guess. So I had an hour to kill one day in work. So I looked up uh, the last 15 Pro Bowls and the last 15 drafts <laughs> and seen what percentage of those picks came from what round. And I came up with the data analysis that this was a terrible draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you went, you did the work. I that. did the work because like I was talking to like I had a lot of Eagles fans, which I am as well, and like a couple of them were like, "This isn't so bad." And I needed like statistical analysis of just being like, "You did you crunched the numbers?" I crunched some fucking numbers. I did a lot <laughs> of fucking Excel formulas. I'm glad you did that work. I'm glad like the. They paid it was like that. a Friday at like 4 o'clock, and it's like, you know when you reach a certain yeah, point Yeah, you're day, not going to work anymore. It's like, fuck it. But I'm like, well, I will like go on profootballreference.com and put everything in an Excel formula, which, by the way, if you need to put any like sports analysis, just go to any of the references. There's like Oh, yeah, reference, basketball reference. Yeah, basketball, basketball reference. You can export to Excel. You can put it in Excel. Yeah, so Pro it, Football yeah. Reference does the same thing. And so it's just like, well, I'm just going to take the last 15 drafts, which will take me like two minutes, Yeah. put them in Excel, and I'm going to crunch the numbers and see like what percentage of them came in certain rounds. And and basically this was a terrible, terrible pick is what I've decided. Wow. So, okay, so you're not high on the Carson Wentz pick it's based just... on numbers, based on what did the eye test tell you? Well, I test. Who the fuck was watching North Dakota State? Did you games? see his clips? They weren't necessarily <laughs> great. Like he, they, if anyone were to be like, "Whoa," like, he was throwing against like people like me. He like like a, a, a fast dude that like had no chance of making it further in in football. I, I mean, who knows? It, it is definitely one of those things where if he ends up being a multi-time Pro Bowler, like we're all looking back at our face, and saying, yeah. "Wow, thank God." But but. <laughs> The butt is... And Sam Bradford's pissed. He'll be fine. Chase Daniels is your starter, probably. No. What's happening? Sam Bradford came back today. Yeah, he came back. He showed up. Um, Someone else is still gone, right? Fletcher Cox? Someone still hasn't showed up for you guys. Fletcher Cox may not have came back because he hasn't signed the long term. He will, though. Oh. I wouldn't be worried about him because the Eagles realize they need him. Regardless. What do we think about any... Who is Jared Goff? Like, who the fuck are these people? Like these are so. Remember, like what Paxton three years? Lynch. Remember three years ago when it was Andrew Luck and Griffin the Third. Yeah, that was like everyone knew those two guys. Yeah, I knew both of them. I was like watching them because I like heard about them for years, and I was like, oh, these two are special. And these, I think I think what happens is people want they just want that quarterback, obviously. And you just keep trying and trying. And they're just and like trying. they convince themselves that these people are special. That's what I'm worried about that the Eagles well, did. The Jets did it too. Oh, we did it in the second round with known um, from Diddler State U, uh, Christian Hackenberg. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Wow. Sorry. Sorry to your dad. Um, he's I mean, not a Penn Stater, but my family is filled, filled with Penn Staters. But, well, is he a big fan? He is a huge fan yeah. of Penn State. Yeah. But, like, what happened happened. Um, so we took Christian, I've been calling him in a creative sense, Christian Wackenberg. Because <laughs> he's whack. No, not from up. Uh, no, okay. not at all. You went there. God, I went. Whoa. You went. Di- you went deep into the diddling. Um, I just called him whack because he's not a good football. But anyway, he's not a good football player. And I was reading something 
Because we took Darren Lee in the first round. One of like the nine Ohio State players taking the first round. Right. And they weren't like that good this year, so, which was concerning. And then I looked at they I looked up something and they were like grading draft picks and like I looked at the Jets grade in the first round and I was like D. I was like perfect. Sweet. Perfect. Second round F. And I was like oh okay. So uh, I was like that balanced out to the first two rounds we had the worst draft picks in the league. I will say this I I didn't even do this to like talk shit on our podcast, but like you should. I was no, no 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 I um. I hate draft grades. Like I like, oh, I do too. Like literally, when I see them online, it makes me cringe. I get really angry. I don't even really know why, but like Is now, some dude making up some shit. It's just making up shit. So I decided, like, because I've always talked about like past teams' drafts about how good they are or whatever, and I was like, the 2011-2012 Seattle Seahawks drafts are like arguably one of the, like some of the greatest drafts yeah. ever. Yeah. Like we're talking about Russell Wilson. Russell. Russell, Russell Wilson, Chandler, uh, Chant like like yeah. multiple yeah, yeah, yeah. multiple Bobby Wagner, yeah, studs. Like, they studs, built the whole team out studs, of draft. Richard Sherman, yeah, Byron Maxwell, like, uh, big guns. KJ they basically only traded for like much Marshawn. Like literally, some, like such good drafts. I went on like rated. one was rated a D plus, the other one was an F. Wow, because the Russell Wilson one was when they like. Signed Matt Flynn, and they were like, "That was a terrible signing." Oh, yeah, Matt, Matt Flynn, Flynn so much money, dollars, whatever. And like the second round of that pick, they took that Bobby Wagner, and was like, "Who's Bobby Wagner?" <laughs> My God! And then what it was like Bruce line? Irving. He like they reached for him in the first round, which granted he was an amazing for them, but, he, but like he played he, good. he played important downs. Yeah, and then it was like and they won Super Bowl. And then the 2011 <laughs> one, it was like they didn't even mention Richard Sherman because he was taken in the fifth round. By the way, Byron Maxwell was taken in the sixth round of that That means draft. you're great at drafting. Right. It that means, like, like, if you're finding these diamonds in the rough. So the point is, like... They don't mean shit. They, they literally Thanks, fucking man. don't me feel mean great. shit. Like, they draft, they, they ranked one of the greatest drafts of all time a of D a team. A D-plus and then an F. So, you find out in three years. A D-plus is such a dick grade, too. Oh, my God. Um, D-plus. <laughs> You were bad. You were just bad enough. Because they always like, they always give these grades on like value. Yeah, they love the value thing. Mel Kiper, right? And then they love the like um, need. Yeah. Oh, they needed a corner and they took a guard. Yeah. Well, fuck it. When like, Madden would give you grades, and you'd be like, "Shut the fuck up!" You well, if, video game. If the corner they were gonna draft sucks, and the guard they did get. Is like is an top fucking pro bowler. Regard doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Yeah, they'll figure out a corner. They'll put someone in that spot because it's he sucked. They, whoever they're putting in could suck, and they wouldn't drop off. It, yeah. it, it's just yeah. So, anyways, moral of the story: NFL draft stupid. stupid. We're gonna keep watching every year, <laughs> and we may go next year if it's in Philly. Uh, moving on to the NBA playoffs, which are happening right now, and I just got wind from my phone. That Steph Curry active tonight. Oh, is he playing? He's active. He may, he may not play. He's active. I heard he was doubtful and then he was questionable. And it, yeah, Steve Curry got shook up last game. That's what I think happened. Steve Curry got Well, shook. I mean, it's, it's here's, getting close. Here's my theory. I told this to you before the pod. Steph was all right, like, the beginning of the series. He was fine. He could have played in game one. I think the Warriors were just like, no, nah, we could beat the the Blazers without that, without him, which was looking good in games one and two, and then game three happened, and Damian Lillard said, um, "No, nah, I'm not gonna." I mean, Damian Lillard is gonna have those games. He was doing some shit. I was at a wedding for that night. He, so I couldn't tell you. I fell asleep in the third quarter because I'm washed up. But I woke up midway through the fourth quarter 
and saw the barrage. Apparently, Draymond hit seven threes last game. Yeah. Um, that was like, was happening. Clay hit like five or six. I mean, Dray- those two guys are the fucking awesome. They're fantastic. And then you add in the MVP. Like, you throw, toss that little old guy back in there, and I think they'll be okay. But, like, this is that's a, a really interesting series. Um, Spurs Thunder is getting interesting. Like, yeah. getting real interesting. I will say, like, not to go back in the Warrior series, but. Oh, yeah, um, we can stay on that. But I was just going to make the caveat of, like, we've we've gotten to this point in the NBA where, like, minutes matter. We're like, oh, you got to put, like, average, like, 30, 29 minutes a game. Like, the one seed doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Like, think about where the Warriors would be right now if they didn't. Like, granted, they were, like, a few games above the one seed. So, like, it didn't really matter. But, like, teams now go for health over mm-hmm. where they yeah, are. the seeding. Yeah. Seeding. Can you imagine if the Warriors right now were playing the Thunder and they didn't have Seth? Like, they'd be kind of yeah. fucked. Ruined. Yeah. And so, they got lucky. They earned playing this lucky Trailblazers team. Oh, well, right. Because Clippers had their whole team die. Their whole team died. And then, I mean, granted, the Blazers are outperforming everything people expect. I just wonder if it makes you think of, like, oh, wait, these seedings do matter. And, like, playing the four seed over the third seed Remember the Spurs matters. last year? What, he played the Clippers in Los Angeles? And they seven? got fucked. Yeah, because they didn't have home court. And, and they play the goddamn Clippers in the first round, and what happens? Yeah, and now they're playing the Thunder. You do wonder if it makes teams realize, all right. But they, they played, had a really like, good year. Granted, like, I'm, I'm not saying that we're going to, like, not rest players every now and then, but it's just reaches the point where yeah, shit, no. seeding really does matter. And I, I think the Spurs tried to win a lot of games this year. They did. They I mean, just went against 73. The Warriors, games. you can't beat that. Um, but, like, Durant, watching Durant versus Kawhi has been, like, basketball pornography. It, it's, like, the best defender, like, clearly the best, and the best offensive, like, talent just from everything he can do. And they're just both just going at each other. I do really like this Thunder team. I... <laughs> It's, I, I want the Spurs to win just because I really want Spurs Warriors. So do I. Um, I think the Warriors would kill. But there is part of me that's just like I feel not bad, but like Duran Westbrook almost this deserve might be it. it. This might be it for them. Real talk. I, he's gonna probably sign in one year. But yeah, I think he will too. But it could be it. Like it's a possibility. So this this might be the last time we're watching KD playing there. But here's another quiet thing that might be happening. Tim Duncan might be it for Timmy. I think so. I, I mean, he hasn't had a great series. He, he hasn't. He scored like nine points total this series. And like, he didn't have a really great season either. Like, no. he averaged under 10, 10 a game. Like, there was didn't he had a few DNPs. Yet. Like, not even like like he didn't wouldn't start a few games. Um, they said playing versus the Warriors. And anyone saying like, oh man, like Tim Duncan, he's washed up. Well, he's like really fucking old. He's forty, and he's had a fucking hell of a twenty career. years of just dominance, basically. I think. Close to 20 years of dominance. I would say out of those 20 years, he was dominant for, like, 17, 18. Yeah. Like, dominant. Like, you couldn't do anything about him. He's and still a, a good player. I think if you put like give him 30 minutes, he'll still give you something. He'll give you maybe a double-double, which is still impressive. 40 years old. I'll, if I, I don't know. But yeah. it's sad watching the demise, the fall of Tim. It's not even, like, I don't even think it's, it's sad. It's but like, like, he still plays well to his role, where, like... Obviously, Kobe Bryant had one role. God. His role. Did we ever talk about that? I don't know if we did. We had a lot, haven't podcasted in a while. But like fifty shots. Kobe, like yeah, <laughs> that was amazing. Oh my god, he he scored forty points. Well, he uh, did. How many points did he actually score that game? No, it was, he scored sixty. Sixty. Sorry. <laughs> what did I say? He actually shot pretty well. 
put it relatively. Um, but seriously, like he, Tim Duncan spent the reason why he's been so great in his career, he's lived to his role. Yeah, where like he's never really got out of what he did. But like towards the end of his career, he was always like a second, third fiddle, or like a defensive specialist doing this, putting up fourteen mm-hmm. points a game. Where like Kobe could only be. 18, 19, 20 shots a game. Yeah. 30, if we're being... 30. Think about that 06 year. 05, 06, 07 year. And, like, um, that was all he could do. But Timmy, yeah. and But Timmy had those times where, like, his foot, like, was going to fall off. Right. Plantar fasciitis. And then he, like, you thought he was done. There was a period, like, 2010 where you thought he was done. Then he resurged. And now he's, like, kind of looking done again. I remember that Clippers series last year. It was, like... It wasn't he was a monster. It wasn't yeah. Kawhi carrying them. It was fucking Tim yeah. Duncan. Yeah, in 2015, Tim Duncan was carrying the, the Spurs. Then against the Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, Clippers. Monsters, basically. Which, like, athletically speaking, way, like, hands and feet above Spurs. And they went seven. And it went, like, Timmy Duncan is our best player on this team. I mean, if he retires, it was a wonderful experience watching him. Yeah, I mean, you got to almost argue, like, all right, if Kobe is a top ten player in the NBA... Tim's got to be above him. Tim's a top eight player. Yep, Tim has to be above him. No matter wherever you put Kobe, Tim has to be above him. Two, one or two spots above. Mm Mm-hmm. He's the best power forward of all time. Definitively. Everyone's just like, yeah, that's... He won way more games. Championships. Same. I mean, any of those, like... Same amount of championships. The ego bullshit, all that stuff that you would... Like, give an asterisk to You Kobe. never heard a word, a peep, from Tim Duncan. A uh, peep. 20 years, you didn't hear a fucking peep. He just did his job, came to work, and hit his bank shot. You know, had that weird free throw for him. Yelled at Joey Crawford. He got that one technical <laughs> on the bench, which was, it made everyone laugh. We, we all shared a I nice forgot about the Joey Crawford moment. And, yeah, we'll miss him. Um, but the Spurs are in good hands. Like, LaMarcus Aldridge is like... Dude, he's so good. He's like... Skilled as hell, which doesn't I, make sense. I read an article that they're like going to try to get in the KD running. Yeah, that got real two days ago. It was like, no, the Spurs are a good chance. And I was like, what? I mean, if they get in that, could you imagine Kawhi, KD? Because now you're reaching the point where like a small forward's not a real position. It's no. just like wing. Durant can play two. I mean, he could. Durant's play a two four. guard. Can you yeah. imagine? Can you imagine going like, all right, you. Aldridge at center. Yeah, you, you do the small ball. Like, you do the same thing that the Warriors do where they do the lineup of death in the yeah. last eight minutes. The Spurs yeah. do the same thing where they don't do they it. They kind of do it now. Until the last but eight minutes where it would be like. Diaz, they're Draymond, I guess. No. Well, he kind of is. He's like Draymond Jr. Yeah, yeah. Even though he's a lot older. Yeah. <laughs> but he, like, has the same skill set. Yeah. Um,. But yeah, you could put Marcus at the five. You could put KD at the four, and you could put Kawhi at the three. And you could honestly Green. flip those two. Yeah, and they could switch on each other too. So like, you wouldn't even have to have one player yeah. power for it. They could guard whoever. Right. God. But there's still the rumor of Durant to the Warriors. Which and is that, there's that one too. And are we even gonna talk about the East? Who cares? It's gonna be the Cavs, Cavs or I don't know. Fuck the East. The East is so stupid. The East is terrible. Like. I watched segments of the Heat Raptors series. I'm just like, this is just bad. It's like, oh man, these are two real teams, and it's Kyle Lowry. It hasn't been playing very well. They said he, for the amount of shots he's taken and the amount of games played, was the worst shooter, like shooting performance in NBA history in the playoffs. 
I do like Kawhi. Or, I mean, sorry, Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Lowry. Yeah, no. um, He's scrappy as hell and, like, works really hard. He works hard to get his points, which I appreciate. He's not a freak athlete. He's not, like, doesn't have anything above anyone. And he gets his buckets, which I appreciate. But they weren't falling very well for him. But I don't know. It's I think it's we'll close it on this note that it's basically doesn't really matter. Like the, the Cavs East, are going to fucking win the East. They may win. They may go twelve and zero in the in the East, and then get their ass whooped. You I don't think, think it's going to be their ass whooped, but they're going to lose. That's my like. I don't think, think it's, it's going to be. You think it's going to go more than six games? No. You think six Five is the six. limit? Five or six? Yeah. Possible sweep? You don't think LeBron's going to win them a game? Yeah, Le- exactly. Like when you have the, it's what he did last year. Right. Like he was like willing them to win. Um, that was a great series, by the way. That was awesome. It was like fun because he was like they were not going to win. He was playing like godlike, Carl Malone esque, like yeah, just posting, like, banging. Right. He was killing Draymond. That's yeah. like when I like, I really put some perspective how good LeBron is. Is like when he wants to. Because he doesn't try that hard on a normal basis, which is kind of crazy. Right. And he tries really hard, which was last year. It was like 46, 17, 8. I was like, what? <laughs> he was literally, like, that's why I'm kind of excited for, uh, like, 35-year-old LeBron. Because, like, <sighs> I think the natural progression of LeBron is it's going to be, like, an all-time power forward. Oh, yeah. Like, he, like, just literally is going to be a banger in there. He's gonna be and super he's gonna calm be along. Awesome. Super calm. He's gonna be so calm along. But super, like a self, like right. times ten. He's gonna be the greatest calm along. Because calm along was a solid passer. LeBron's gonna be the best right. passer of that because he's already basically the best passer in the NBA. I don't know. I can't wait, and I hope, like, I hope it's the Warriors because he has some sort of like fucking complex about Steph, which is like you read that. Did you read that Wind Horse article? I did. Yeah. He has Where it's like it's like fucked with his head now that like Steph has become the guy. The guy and. I need to see that. So stay tuned. Uh, we're going to wrap it up on that. We're going to try to do this more frequently since I'm back, not bendering anymore. Uh, this has been the Good Enough Podcast. Hey. Episode 17. Sean, take us out. Hey, good to see you, man. Let's see you. Bye. <laughs> that was terrible. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>